It's my pleasure and honor to welcome everyone to the Anxiety Warrior Podcast and our host, Elka Scholz. Been there therapist as shares her experiences and strategies professionally and personally on tips and strategies to help manage and lower stress and anxiety. These resources are practical and accessible for all ages. With awareness and practice, people are enhancing their lives daily. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Anxiety Warrior Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the program Elka Schultz. Elka, how are you? And I'm excited about our topic today. Hi, Neil. I'm pretty good, I'd say. <laughs> awesome. So what are we going to be chatting about today? Well, today we're going to talk about worry as well as chronic worry. And um, I do have a strategy for it as well. And uh, worry is, is um, that's kind of interesting, I think, because it, um, it means different things for different people. And, you know, we can, we can start with the word concern and, um, and, and that's okay to be uh, concerned about someone or considerate about something or somebody. However, worry takes on a different, um, a different kind of, uh, I want to say heaviness and energy for sure. So the word actually comes from an old English word called rigan, and it actually means to strangle, which is what worry can certainly feel like, um, especially when it's rolling around in your mind over and over again. And um, how it's different than, you know, concern or consideration is that it's um, much more intense and uh, of course, chronic worry is very repetitive. And uh, so, you know, if that's something that, that um, you notice happening. Um, and, and sometimes it could just be worrying about one particular thing and um, whether it's being on time with something. And, and one of the things you and I were talking about uh, was tax time and, um, you know, different situations, especially when we're self-employed is, um, you know, these surprises at the end of the year or forecasting, et cetera. And it may not always be worried, but um, if it's on our mind all the time, um, it could be considered that. And another one of my friends actually um, called worry negative meditation. <laughs> so, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, however it is for, for you, um, it's not a very positive, um, light, um, thought process and it's not useful. It, uh, usually makes us feel bad. And, uh, some of the, there's, I do have some examples of, um, chronic worry or, or negative thinking. And, um, cause sometimes, you know, we're not sure, um, what it means, but, or maybe it, if it applies to us. So, uh, it could be what if thoughts, what if this is going to happen? What if that's going to happen? Um, it could be negative thoughts about yourself. Um, it could be um, thoughts about worst case scenarios. It could be I can't thoughts. Um, it could be things like unrealistic expectations of yourself. 
Uh, it could be jumping to conclusions, um, forecasting, and in a in a way of projection or speculation that's perhaps uh, not realistic. And and I mean that's always open for discussion too. Uh, perhaps it's thinking that things are worse than they really are. And um, perhaps it's focusing on negatives or obsessive uh, thinking. Um, perhaps it, it exaggerates. So there's lots of uh, different examples. Um, maybe it's um, ruminating self-doubt thoughts or um, blaming thoughts. It could be that or perhaps um, worrying about danger, danger that may not be there. And so um, one of the things you and I have talked about is that we have 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And that's a lot. Wow, of that is. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think we have that many, but we do, which is interesting. And, um, and a lot of those thoughts are repetitive. If we actually had 50,000 individual thoughts, we'd probably um, think we're going crazy. So a lot of our thoughts are repetitive, um, meditative as well. So, um, so worrying itself doesn't really achieve anything. And so, um, but some people think, you know, I've heard some people think they're, they've actually said, you know, that they're a worrier and they seem kind of proud about it. Um, and, and so I wonder, you know, perhaps ask yourself what the secondary gain is. And, um, so, you know, do you think maybe worrying is stopping something from happening? Um, a lot of people that happens to Elka for sure. What, what's that? Wor worrying keeps them from doing things, stopping them from going after something. Oh, okay. All right. And I, and I, yeah, and I, the way I thought it, but too, was, uh, I think some people worry thinking that if they do that, then something won't happen to a loved one. So if they think that worrying about them is actually protecting them. So, you know, um, I see parents doing that, worrying about their children and, um, it's really not a productive thing. The, the, um, what's more productive is uh, thinking good things of your child. Uh, so let's say, for example, that they'll come home safely or that they're going to do uh, well in university or that, uh, you know, when they're driving, they're going to uh, be mindful. So all of those things are more positive uh, instead of worrying about uh, something negative. And, um, and here's some questions too is, you know, Worrying is also futurizing. It's thoughts that we're projecting into the future. And, um, you know, uh, they haven't really happened. Um, and it's something that we're creating in, in a way in our minds. So the other question I would have too is, does worry keep you up at night? And some people- Yeah, yeah definitely. That, that adds definitely something that keeps them up. Yeah. So, so, you know, if, if you find that you're waking up at night, um, try and um, in that um, moment, ask yourself, you know, oh, what woke me up? What, are, what am I thinking about? And uh, it could be something that you're, you're worrying about or that you have anxiety about. And, and um, so, so I have a really good exercise, which can help work through that. And um 
there there's uh it actually helps the brain as well um so i suggest that you know those exercise books i don't know if that's a good description okay. but um um, you can use a pad of paper. However, you'll see with the exercise, it's it's good to uh, have a ritual of, of shutting that page or, or closing the book. So if you don't have an exercise book, you can always use a file folder and, and some lined paper. And uh, this is not to share. This is really just for you and your brain. And so you don't have to worry about spelling. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, sentence structure, grammar, anything like that. So don't add to your angst um, by, uh, pre by worrying about uh, the presentation. So uh, this is to stop worry, not to add to the worry. And uh, with this exercise, this is kind of a cool exercise. I, I learned it a long, long time ago, actually. And a long time before I was even a therapist. Someone had suggested this exercise for me and I still use it uh, when I need to. And it's interesting because it also came across my professional desk and I, I remembered it and it's so useful and my peers and my supervisors too find it very useful. And so do my clients and they come back and it really, really works. So um, here it is. It's a great exercise. It's called the worry assignment. And so what you want to do is set a timer for 30 minutes. And in this book, write down all of your worries, all your concerns, all your negative thinking, every thought that isn't pleasant, put it in that book. So what happens, Neil, is that you might find that, oh, in 15 minutes, I'm done. And you might be sitting there going, well, I think I've got them all down there. Yeah, okay. Um, keep writing. It's what's really important in this exercise is that you commit to the whole 30 minutes. And just keep writing those uh, thoughts and worries over and over again till the whole 30 minutes are up. Uh, so, and the benefit of this is, and just tell yourself, the reward is 23 and a half hours off of worrying oh so, wow I, that's, that'd be great i know so that's it's the investment right so um 30 minutes invested and then you get the rest of the day off of worrying so it's a pretty cool trade-off and so here's a little bit how it works so once you're done the 30 minutes you close you close the book and you have a little chat with your brain because your brain is an organ and you just tell your brain, hey, I wrote everything down. I'm closing this book. I'm going to put it in the drawer, put it away because you really, it's just private. So um, like I said, it's not something that you want to share because we want to just be honest and dump all our worries uh, down and not edit anything. Um, so put it away and tell your brain that's it for today. Now, the interesting thing is brain doesn't really think you're serious at the beginning. <laughs> so you might, uh, after exactly. you've done your exercise, you might go ahead and, you know, maybe make your lunch or get ready for work. And then, oh, the brain just sneaks in another worry or another thought. And usually we have about two to four of these before we go, hey, it's happening again. 
So you just tell your brain, you just say, look it, we just did that exercise. You have to stop. And tomorrow, and here's what the commitment is, you've got to do it again the next day. So, um, and you just say to your brain, tomorrow, we're going to do that exercise again. So that's when you're, you get your chance to worry. And um, so, you know, what happens typically, uh, and I'm kind of giving people a little forecast is that um, you'll find over the next couple of days, the brain will, you know, it'll sneak in a worry here and there, you get distracted. And again, you just, um, yes, you just tell it not to, right? So uh, the interesting part is when you keep this commitment, and it's really interesting, and this is feedback from myself, my own experience, as well as from my clients, is there's this resistance <laughs> to sit down. The brain doesn't really want to do this exercise. It's like going, you know, I've done this before, and I kind of, the brain has a reason why it's doing this. So um, it's really important to make the commitment to do it once a day. And um, what's so interesting, a lot of wonderful things happen in this time. The brain starts dropping some of the worries that it knows it can't do anything about. It also, this has been interesting too, it comes up with solutions. So while you're doing this 30 minutes, let's say there was something you were worrying about, in comes a solution. And so you just write that down. And uh, so it's really actually kind of a wonderful thing. And then um, the other really cool thing is uh, your brain will stop worrying because it really doesn't like the exercise <laughs> and it's really cool. Um, so um, you may find that you end up, I think I've had people do it nah, maybe a week, sometimes two weeks. And then they just go, you know what? I don't have to do this anymore. I go, great, don't. Um, and then just see how it goes. And it's really interesting because it's almost by uh, threat <laughs> um, that the brain will stop. And, and um, if you do find yourself worrying again after, you know, you've done your one to two weeks, whatever, um, just tell your brain, I'm going to sit down and let's do this and dump all your worries. And it really does work. It's a great exercise. And um, it doesn't really matter. People have asked what time of day. Um, some people like to do it in the morning. Um, and some people prefer to do it at night before they go to sleep. And you just put it all in the book, you put it away. And then you just tell your brain, you know what, time to sleep, all the worries are written down. They're all there, they'll be there in the morning. And um, have a great sleep. That's nice. To get to be able to get away with that, to get through that, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's really, really great. And um, the way I use it now, because I learned this a long, I want to say, Neil, a long, long time ago. Um, in my 20s, I learned it. Uh, and now the way I use it now is when something niggles at me and, um, and, it's a worry. I just call it a niggle. It's the same thing. It just, you know, keeps coming into my head. And then I just say, okay, I sit down and um, I just, I dump it. I put it into a journal and it's a great time for reflection. And uh, usually the brain does come up with some kind of an answer. However, then it's done. 
that niggling or whatever uh, is over. So I have to say uh, it does really work. And um, yeah, it's like getting your brain on your side. <laughs> right. So that's, I think that that just really kind of eliminates that worry that really will help people not worry as much if they go through this exercise. Well, absolutely. And, and, you know, there's a great, uh, I, I, uh, I was thinking about the serenity prayer and it's, it's like the serenity prayer. I mean, um, you know, there's things that we can change. There's things we can do, uh, to make a difference and, and change those anxieties or those worries. And then there's things we can't and that we can't control and, uh, they don't belong to us. So there's no point in um, worrying ourselves about that. And then we give the rest up and uh, let it go. And it's, it really is um, a great exercise. And, and, you know, worrying depletes your energy. And if we can, you know, build our resilience and do the opposite, I mean, that's what we want to do. We've got enough on our plates, right? So way um, too much for sure. All yeah. right. So best place again, that was a great topic for the best place we can find information on you. Alka. where can we go? Well, the best is triple W anxiety It's got all the resources. It's got a link to my own website and it also has the links uh, to the books. Fantastic. All right, guys. And then we'll talk again next episode. That was the Anxiety Warrior Podcast. Take care, guys. Thank you again, Alka, for this valuable information. It is a thrill to add these resources and getting them out into the world. Feel free to post comments and questions and to share. For more information on Alka, and to get her books, go to www.anxietywarrior.ca.